Hello, and welcome once again to Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. I'm Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. This is number 40. Can you believe that? Number 40 in our series called Psychology on Vinyl, where we try to understand both the subtle and blatant psychology behind and within famous records. I have to admit, I love it when records have titles that can mean more than one thing or infer more than one thing, especially when they can do it with just one word. (laughs) This time we have one of those kinds of records. The title could mean putting something out there for everyone to hear. It could also mean taking a trip on the most direct route. Now in my world, they both work. We are going to check out the the record named Express, which is the second studio album by Love and Rockets, which was released in 1986. All Music gave the album four and a half out of the five stars available, writing this. Rich in sonic detail, the neo-psychedelic Express offers a listening experience like no other album. Guitars spiral to dizzying heights from beds of sound. Arrangements swirl. Songs change and mutate. I have to agree with all of the above. This record really is sonically just wonderful. Now, there are a few bands that would kind of hang out in the background, but would seemingly directly speak to the bands that would surface and become the mega huge bands in the 1990s. This is one of those bands. Another one, for example, were the Pixies. Now, many people, they heard Nirvana first. So before hearing the Pixies, they heard Nirvana. So when they heard the the Pixies afterwards, they may think, well, I don't get the hype. But if, if you heard this music in chronological order and you really paid attention, the Pixies were already masterminding the quiet, loud, quiet, loud blueprint for songs from 1986 to 1989. In essence, the music that was eventually renamed grunge in many, many places and ways could easily have just been called Pixies. It was really that influential, but not as many people would know them. Other bands would do this too. During the height of 80s glam metal, for example, who shows up? Jane's Addiction. These guys would inform and shape the 90s too, even essentially being the brainchild behind Lollapalooza. So would other bands that would be taking a big seat to the big guys, like Husker Du is one of those. And then bands that kind of saw both sides of the fence because college kids love them, like like R.E.M., who earned their fame by basically driving all over the United States, playing gig after gig, place after place, until somebody recognized them and gave them a shot. Love and Rockets, like I said, was another one of these. They were hugely influential on what the 90s would call alternative music before it had the name alternative music. It wasn't new wave, but it kind of sounded that way. It wasn't metal, but it had some pretty great hard rock riffs. 
it wasn't pop music, but you could sing along to almost all the songs because they were melodic. It was just Love and Rockets. All three members of this band were original members of the band Bauhaus years before. Now, Bauhaus was a pillar in the genre that would be called goth. Now, ironically, I had the opportunity in my journalistic past to interview David Jay, who was both in Bauhaus and in Love and Rockets. And there was nothing goth about this man at all. He was accessible, he had a great sense of humor, and he was just pleasant overall. He himself didn't like the goth thing hanging above his bands. He just made music. Some of the music is happier and some of the music is sadder than others. Now, the Love and Rockets have this atmospherically perfect level of cool that it's hard to both create and define. When you hear the songs on this record, for example, really listen to what you're listening to sonically. Imagine going into the studio with nothing and creating these soundscapes from scratch. They are really using the entire canvas, not sparing anything that will make the song better and heavier and deeper. I have always felt on a lot of levels that the intent of this record was to take the listener on a journey. Again, board them on the express. Almost all lyrical themes can lend to this. For example, the masterpiece titled Kundalini Express literally puts you on a train fueled by guitars and off you go. The term Kundalini is used to refer to the vital force or energy that we all hold within us. That being the concept that they were going for, listen to these lyrics. This is an announcement for the transcendental run. The train now standing leaves for higher planes. Due to a derailment, there will be no other train, so why not hop on this one? Hear the porter's glad refrain. Each carriage is connected, as is every single train. The rails all form a track, which is a link within a chain. The chain's connected to another chain now. You will need no ticket if you wish to ride on this train. All aboard the Express Kundalini. The song is in your heart. Your heart is in the song. The song is of the earth. The song is of the sky. You are disintegrating into everything around. Reintegrating the worm we dug from higher ground. You have let go of ego. Ego is no longer you. Closer to nirvana since the porter's whistle blew, all aboard the Express Kundalini. It's, it's really psychedelic. It's like the 60s psychedelic kids. You know, they had the bus on the Magical Mystery Tour with the Beatles. They had the blue bus of the Doors and the magic bus of the Who. This generation's psychedelic-minded listeners boarded the Kundalini Express. Now, the song before this one is entitled It Could Be Sunshine, and it also, again, has a similar thought pattern. It says, you can get from here to there by leaps and bounds, 
or measured steps. You can make it dark or fair depending on your point of view. You can get a taste of the glory by the ingestion of a simple truth. You can take a look around, see the outside, see the inside too. This pattern of all about the express continues all throughout the record. It, all in my mind is another example. Listen to this. A beauty can only be ever skin deep. But if I'm honest, that's all I ever really need. So throw us some flowers and we'll give you some songs and sunshine. And if you give me an hour, I'll show you how you feel. I alluded to the fact that express could merit the thought of expressing yourself as well as the train ride, so to speak. That's all over this record as well. On the song, Love Me, walking through the alleys, working through your vanities, here comes another lesson, the lesson you'll live, the lesson is life. Walking through the heavens, walking with your devils, here comes another lesson, the lesson you'll live, the lesson is life. And one last one I'll look at here is called Yin and Yang, the Flower Pot Man. This song musically takes you again on a ride that is delightful as well as interesting. Uh, David J. actually mentioned that he met Timothy Leary a, a couple of times as he apparently was interested in Love and Rockets. And he really liked the lyrics of No, no New Tale to Tell. So he met, he met him, but the, the man would die soon after they met. So they dedicated Yin and Yang, the flower pot man, to him. The chorus of that song goes, beauty, 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 beautiful. And learned later, without realizing it, that beauty and beautiful were Leary's last words. They didn't know that, which I find kind of interesting. <laughs> um, there's an article on Psychology Today that calls Self-expression, the neuroscience of co-creation. It says you become transparent of your aspirations and intentions to co-create. And also when you become transparent about what threatens you, your fears and stories about what is going on, you feel a release inside. You gain the courage and a space to share your views without judgment. You can speak out and have a voice and not be judged for how you're feeling. You have a chance to speak out and have your opinions valued. Expressing oneself thus may mean feeling valid. To express means to be heard sometimes, noticed sometimes. This record feels like it encourages the listener to express to feel validated, to feel heard and noticed, even if they have to take a trip outside themselves to do it. Obscure re your realities, change your scene, learn new things about yourself and about life. What's interesting is that this record is a favorite of many because of its signature sound, which makes sense. But if you peel back the layers on two levels, expression is emphasized and just let in the laps of listeners like you and me.
and we can take this journey. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to take any chemicals. You can just listen to this record cold, like I do and like I always have, and just get where you need to go. And sometimes that's just outside of yourself for a little bit. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist. And for this Psychology on Vinyl series, the subject matter is the playlist itself. So we have for you this time around a Refresher podcast, Love and Rockets Express playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher podcast dash Love and Rockets Express. Now, there were a lot of different vinyl and cassette and CD releases and UK and US releases. And a lot of them have the order of the songs and the song themselves completely different. So I kind of made my own. It's pretty much based on the 1986 US vinyl release because that's the one I had heard. But I had uh, I took a little bit of a liberty here. I'll, I'll tell you as we go. Track number one is It Could Be Sunshine. Number two, Kundalini Express. Number three, All In My Mind, except I chose the acoustic version because there was both. Number four is Life in Laurelay. Number five is Ball of Confusion. Number six, Yin and Yang, The Flower Pot Man. Number seven is Love Me. And number eight is An American Dream. That's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Love and Rockets Express. Guys, this show simply would not exist without you. If you could all do me a favor and please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, if you'd like, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. It would be much, much appreciated if you did, but if you either can't afford it or don't have the desire to do it, that's fine too. You can listen to and enjoy this anytime that you want to cost free. Also wanted to let you know that we have a website. It is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. Again, that is refresherpodcast.yolasite. Com. We have some really, really great shows coming up. Um, I got a, ahead of myself and outlined quite a few. And there's some deep stuff. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll, you'll be happy, and you won't be alone. So I encourage you to listen, and I encourage you to continue to enjoy the show as much as I enjoy making it for you. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a huge difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.